Welcome, everyone. This is now another exciting episode of the Army of Smartness podcast. I'm your co-host, Ryan, and with me, as always, the man with the plan, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, Mr. J.D. J.D., how you be? Well, I tell you, I feel like I may have had a, a better weekend uh, than, than Cody Rhodes. Not financially, of course, but uh, just in my whole self-esteem, self-image situation, but we'll get into that. Uh, no, doing well, doing well. If I sound different, uh, you can't tell that I look different, but if I sound different, it's because I'm uh, recording from my office office. Hopefully that'll smooth out some of the connection issues we've been having. Uh, speaking of connection issues, how are you, Ryan? Well, great. We don't have to deal with the AOL dial-up internet that you have at home. But uh, yeah, It's Netscape doing... and you know that. <laughs> uh, Earth was, oh, I'm no. a navigator. This is a navigator home from way back. Not quite Earthlink. But uh, we're we're, we're doing well. making that Cody Rhodes money. Yeah, we're uh, we're doing well over here uh, down the dirt road and somehow having one uh, gigabyte uh, Internet here and um, we're doing fine. Uh, had a good weekend, all things considered, uh, despite uh, the Sunday day two Series. WrestleMania, which we'll get into. Um, <sighs> you know, we uh, of course we we uh, are dealing with the fallout of all of that and as i said and it we, just won't stop falling out apparently we will uh, certainly get into that as i said but thank you so much for following us on twitter on facebook at army of smartness and of course that email army of smartness at gmail.com uh, we got a lot of engagement relative to what we normally do uh yeah in our uh, Facebook feed this last go round, and uh, got some on Twitter as well. So that was that was great. Thank you all for in, engaging and uh, enjoying for what uh, was really probably one of the biggest box office weekends for Russell uh, wrestling, if you will. There you go. And uh, easily the highest grossing WrestleMania of all time, I, I would say. Um, between well i mean it's starting to get cheaty when you have two days of it so yeah you know. and and the hall of fame and nxt and the raw what and, the, was the hall of fame just taped right after smackdown or, or broadcast right after smackdown on was, Friday night? yeah it was taped right after smackdown yeah so okay same what crowd and everything yeah. i believe you i don't i don't know how they set that up as in terms of ticket wise i'm assuming that it's included with a smackdown I would think uh, ticket, so. But uh, just another opportunity to get sponsors uh, on that. So, uh, But before we get into that, we do want to <clears throat> send a uh, rest in peace to Bushwhacker Butch, uh, mm, who unfortunately yeah. uh, passed away as as he was in L.A. this weekend, uh, gr- meeting and greeting fans. Uh, first indications are that there were some issues with his medication that put him in the hospital Friday night. Oh, no. We found out that he passed away Saturday evening. Um, oh. So, uh, you know, of course, you and I first uh, knew about the Bushwhackers as the uh, comedy duo. That's right. Uh, when they got to WWF, but prior to that, they were a pretty cutthroat and bloody, uh, just hardcore tag team known as the Sheep Herders. Yeah, but uh, the Sheep Herders were blood and guts, boy. Back in. Well, I, I, what I have seen of them has been from the Memphis territory primarily, but they have been all over the place. Um, yeah, they build variously as the Kiwis and the sheep herders. They were, I mean, they weren't licking faces uh, back at, at this time. They were cutting faces. Exactly. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so rest in peace to him. Send thoughts and prayers out to, of course, his family as well as Luke. Absolutely, and Luke, And, yeah. uh, you know, Luke was uh, – they were had been tag team partners for over 50 years uh, yeah. so it's, it's a, a sad situation and it's really sad because he um bushwhacker butch had not really been in the states since the pandemic uh, and this was one mm-hmm. of his first visits and i was actually supposed to meet him virtually tonight uh, as we record so uh, in order to get out of that uh i tell you what it really makes you think um but Anyways, again, uh, rest in peace, Bushwhacker Butch. Uh, on to a little bit more happier things. We, uh, we of course, had a WrestleMania Pick'em contest. Uh, we did. On our uh, <laughs> Facebook page. And against all odds, friend of the show, Carl, comes Wouldn't out you know on it? top. 
And friend of the show, Carl, picks up a signed Jim Ross trading card. He picks up a signed Road Warrior animal poster. Ooh, so look at that. Pretty, pretty I like sweet. That. Yeah. I don't, might not have given that up if I were you. Yeah, I've got a couple of his. He picks up a sign. Pat yourself on the back. Barry Horowitz signed print. And he's also picking Just up. Just in time for Passover. He's also picking up the Ultimate Warrior Destrucity. Uh, oh, the comic. Yeah. Book book All right. That I have yet to read. You might want to read that real quick before you send it off to him. I'm good. And he's also going to pick up a sign, Zack Ryder, 8 by 10 So All right. And... Yes. And uh, just to throw in from from yours truly, a hand forged uh, autograph of Randy Orton on uh, on the actual Randy Orton. So that's for you, buddy. You know, I actually have a Randy Orton autograph. I thought about throwing that in. I was like, that one's. No, no, you got to keep him coming. But no, 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 no. He's got to he's got to win the next one. Yeah, that for, one's for Randy. Too pricey, but uh, yeah. So uh, congratulations, Carl. We'll uh, we'll be getting this out to you. And or just give it to him on Saturday when we go to the wrestling. Yeah. Speaking of which, there is a Coastal Empire Wrestling. It's going to be at 179 Ross Road. <laughs> which doesn't exist, but it will be at 79 Ross Road, which is yeah. Coastal Empire Brewing, which, according uh, to my Google mapping. That uh, he apparently will be attending. This is uh, this being Easter weekend. I'm not sure what my schedule is going to be like yet. I know I have court on Monday morning in Gwinnett, so... I don't know if I'm going to be traveling or not for the weekend because uh, traveling to Gwinnett is going to be a pain. So, um, anyways, yeah, it's bad. Enough about me. Let's talk about the Hall of Fame. Yay! We, uh, of course, um, many days of speculation as to who was in it. Uh, we had, have talked, uh, I would say, ad nauseum about who was in the Hall of Fame. There's really only about one person that I want to talk about in the Hall of Fame. And that was Stacy Keebler. She That's looked right. wonderful, and um, she should have talked the whole night. All the way live, as they call it. Yeah, Looking as only she can look. Stacy Keebler, Hall of Fame, well-deserved. I, I will say that uh, I, I am slightly, uh, I won't say Don't finish that sentence. I won't oh. say disappointed. I, I, just, I, I just wish that the uh, outfit would have been a little different put it to you that way well <clears throat> we've got a long enough show here uh as it goes as it stands uh if we get all the describing the things we want stacy keeper to wear we will literally be here until you have court and Gwinnett. so um yeah so no uh the one thing i do want to mention about the hall of fame there had been some speculation as to what was going to happen with with uh ray going in would they have dom there would they not have him there uh, and I thought they did a tremendous job. Uh, he and, and Rhea were sit, were seated, and uh, Romance Novel Undertaker were sit, seated on the second row behind Triple H, um, right along the the uh, entryway there. And when Ray came out and everybody gave him a standing ovation, guess who remained seated? Dom and, and, and Mommy and, and um, Damian Priest all, all kept their seats. And then I think it was right as Ray was starting to speak, do I have the time around this? They got up and left. Yes. Which is oh, oh shout out on. to Conan for giving oh, a great dude. speech. Uh, Conan did a phenomenal me. speech. I feel like Conan's speech was, "This is why y'all should have hired me, Mother Effers." Yeah. Um. So anyway, but yeah, making, making quite the uh, <laughs> quite the argument that he should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I wouldn't hate it. I would not hate it. Uh, of course, uh, Philadelphia. Uh, WrestleMania is actually going to be in Philadelphia next year, which has absolutely no connection to Conan. There you go. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know You've if he was ever there. in ECW or not. I don't think so. Uh, but uh, anyways. Uh, Does Heyman go in next year, you think? You got to, right? I would think you have to, right? I mean. I would say Heyman, Heyman and the Dudleys would have to go in. Yeah, they would be good headliners for, for an ECW themed you wouldn't have to do a whole ecw themed hall of fame but that, that would cover it i would think um for uh you can make an argument that you could you would be able to put midnight in in there as well because yeah because that's they where they won the tag titles yeah um territory yeah no you could put midnight in philly that would work too and i put I'm rob actually wearing my very handsome in. uh 
Midnight Express t-shirt right now, as a matter of fact. So, you know, they've got my vote. But uh, put Rob Feinstein in that, you know. Is he out? Did he get out? Oh, he Did was he be able to in. attend? He was, he was never in. He just has to inform people whenever he moves to different. Oh, areas. okay. He has to go door to door. Okay. Before, yeah, well, you know. before Rob listens to this, it's just a joke, bro. Um, yeah, Rob, come on. Seriously. We all love the RF video shoots back in the day. Come on. Yeah. And I did. That's, that's for real. Those things are awesome. Yeah. No joke. The wrestling ones. I don't know. I'm not going to discuss any of his other uh, potential videos, which I have not seen. Yeah. Well, so on to what, um, well, I guess is on both of our minds and has been on both mm. of our minds for the last few days. And that's and on the our hearts. WrestleMania 39 fallout. Um, instead of breaking it down match by match, there's just a couple of things that I want to mention. Um, one, the match between Dominic and Rey Mysterio to me, mm-hmm. uh, Surprisingly, I'm putting as match of the night. Um, yeah, one that really? comes, okay. in, comes right. in a really strong second that is also a surprise to me because it is a triple threat and they generally don't do that well. Uh, is the IC match between okay? Gunther, now you, I'm sorry, you say match of the night. Are you, you splitting up night, night one, night two, or are you talking about the event as a whole? Uh, excuse me, event. Okay, um, sorry, so just okay, go ahead. And, um, I, yeah, I, I would say that the IC match between Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre, boy, that was actually a lot of fun to watch. It was tremendous. Uh, it really was. They, they, them boys left there purple and bleeding. Uh, and we, we, I th- well, we had talked about it being one of the most physical matches of the night. That might be one of the most physical matches I've ever seen in my life. Um, well, except for the Dante Martin match from Friday, that was pretty physical. Well, yeah, but nobody knows who that is. Um, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't have Channel 99. I didn't see it. Yeah, no, I understand. No one, no, no one saw it at the time, but a lot of people have seen that clip since. Yeah, I, I've seen the tweet. Uh, yeah, I've seen, I've, seen, I've seen the important part. Yeah, and uh, well, anyways, so um, get better, Mister Dante. Yeah, sorry about that, name. Dante. Uh, yeah, Dante Martin. You know. Maybe you don't need that kind of spot. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, but feel better, man. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, honestly, the the star of WrestleMania was clearly Dan Barry, uh, who is escorted, who's a rather infamous uh, independent jobber uh, who uh, escorted out Dominic mm-hmm. as one of the police officers. So he he, he trended on Twitter. So nice. way, to, way to go, Dan. That was a fun entrance. I enjoyed that. That was cool. I did. I did. Yeah. I, I was very surprised. I thought it was going to be a snooze fest. I thought it was great. Um, yeah. And I, like I said, it, it's, it's, I'm very proud of Dominic. I can now say that he legitimately belongs. Mm-hmm. And I knew he had it in him the whole time. Uh, well, and to piggyback on that, you know, I, I predicted and said that he should win. And he didn't. And actually, you, that may have been the right call. Uh, because the the character that he has that wormy heel type character, and now he can just kind of you know, when he gets in a real fight, he loses that kind of thing. I, you know, for right now where he is in his career, I think that might have been the right call. Um, you were an early adopter to uh, to prison Dom to to the heel turn for Dominic, so my hats off to you for that. Um, yeah, you you were right. I was wrong. Okay, giving you the Cisco. Was, yeah, I guess. Thank you, Larry, uh, Cigar Store Indian. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it, I thought that was great. Uh, I thought the triple threat was also great. I'm going to shout out as well um, Rhea and Charlotte for a hell of a SmackDown women's title match. Uh, we all know I am not a fan of women's wrestling in general. It's just not my jam. I'm not saying they shouldn't have it, but it, I'm not the target market there. Uh, that one, though, was tremendous. Both these ladies look like athletes. They look physical. And gosh, if they weren't, uh, Abby went on and on about, you know, where uh, Charlotte didn't quite make the flip that she wanted to on the on the German suplex and scuffed her nose. Yeah. And yeah, that looked brutal. It really did. Um, but, you know, it was a heck of an entertaining match. 
they did they pull off the double switch a la uh, a double turn rather a la Brett and Austin because I think I feel like Rhea's a babyface coming out of that the crowd's behind her she's still playing she was playing heels still in the press conference so and oh, still being associated with nonsense. Dom is it's still as I'd say is still uh I think yeah, that, well, that no matter what the crowd was probably going to cheer for her just because she was well, they genuinely like her. yeah yeah I uh but yeah hell of a job ladies um uh, I'd say low points of the evening oh we'll get there um well from a competitive standpoint okay um the triple the six women tag uh, didn't watch it. damage control becky lynch uh lita and trish trish looked phenomenal well uh, yeah. lita um i don't know what was going on with her just really wasn't working out the way that the match was laid out was just it was way too choreographed mm-hmm. uh just for my taste wasn't a big fan and I don't think that Bianca and Asuka were on the same page. Yeah, that was, I, I remember watching that and thinking they are a half step off. I don't know if yeah. it's one or both. This is very close to being very good. It's just off a little. There um, there was one spot, and I think it was a superplex, where Bianca's <laughs> grabbing them from the bottom rope, pulling mm-hmm. Asuka over. She, Asuka almost landed on her neck. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, uh, and, I, and that. It, I mean, it was right there the last second she finally flattened out. I did yeah. not care for that spot at all. Do not ever mm-hmm. do that again. No. Um, you you will seriously be getting coloring books for Christmas, uh, for for the rest of your life if that happens. If you make it at all, if you make it that far, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say that Brock and Omos was bad because it wasn't long enough to be bad. <laughs> Well, I've got to form an opinion. Um, and I, I, you know, it's, it is what it is. It was as long as it had to be. And, uh, you know, it was impressive seeing Brock get the big guy up. Um, I just don't know what good it does. I mean, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about this, but I don't see what good Brock Lesnar's as made as he's going to be. Yeah. And uh, I, obviously, I thought the Sammy and KO and Usos match was really good, but I knew that that yeah. was going to be good. So yeah. it's, you know, kind of, I'm kind of, I'm almost like a Braves fan of the 90s. It's like, I expect you to win. I'm not going right. to clap. So, yeah, um, no, I, um, it was what I expected it to be, which is good. Um, so, I mean, that, but it, it didn't wow me. Um, so, yeah, but, yeah, it was fine. But, Oh, and a so, quick note, uh, glad to see Austin Theory get the win over Cena. That was fun. That was what needed to happen. The ghost of John Cena, you mean? Yes. Uh, the bald spot of John Cena. <laughs> oh, boy, has been stuck in the cellar for a year. Yeah, good Lord. He ain't seen I, the sunshine. was rolling over in his grave, He son. ain't seen the sunshine in one yeah, damn year. I don't year. know when. Uh, it's, yeah. It's, now, I'm watching that, I was like, oh, my God. God, Bischoff's gonna kill him on his podcast. I'm like, He's gonna oh kill him. Goodness. Oh my goodness! Didn't have time to get a spray tan, huh? Uh, no. And <laughs> uh, he was wired and Sheamus. And honestly, Edge and Finn Balor, it was okay. <laughs> I didn't care for the. <laughs> you yeah. sort of lost me after the entrance. I'll be honest. I was looking so so forward to seeing Gangrel coming out. And they didn't even play the brood music. And I'm just like, what the hell? This is not brood edge. This is Terminator disco ball. Yeah, Terminator disco skull edge. What the hell? Kingdom of the Crystal disco skull. It said the brood on his jacket down at the front uh, left-hand side panel. But that was it. That was all that was broody about edge. Just go around. I didn't know. That ain't it, fam. I mean, it's not like Gangrel was busy. No, what's he got to do? He was sitting at the house waiting by the phone, looking at his phone. He was in LA. <laughs> you could have gotten he? him. Yeah. He was at he was at WrestleCon. Jeez. I mean, he was, he was, he was actually he was actually there and he actually did um he actually had a match <laughs> for Coastal M- CCW, whatever that uh Coastal yeah. Carolina wrestling, whatever it is. Yeah, Trip Carlos and Charleston wrestling, I think. Um uh, <clears throat> but yeah. Dracula, you fat bastard! Why didn't you get in on this? 
Dracula, I've watched that clip so many times that you reminded me of that. Good lord. How about you, Dracula, you fat bastard? Fat How about bastard. you on this scale? <laughs> just for that, Bob Holly goes in the Hall of Fame. I, I, I'm you, you persuaded me on that one just for that seeming ad lib. <laughs> and I hope <laughs> and I hope Gangrel puts him in. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh man, that was fantastic. But um, yeah, so have we avoided it not long enough? Or are we? Yeah, anything else you want to mention? Uh, is there something else that I can... Is there something de- else we can mention? Delay. <sighs> oh, um, all right, hell with it. All right, just go. Um, Let's just go, baby. Of course, we're talking, referring to Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, you start and I'll jump in when you get hoarse. <sighs> What the fuck? Excuse me. Um, somebody snuck in. Um, He's still right behind you. I, I disagreed with how it ended. Um, I'd go so far as to say strongly disagree. I, I would say competitive-wise, the, the action, the storytelling of the match, up to the ending, was great. I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would even say, go so far as to say, had the ending been different, match of the event. Wow. Um, it is clearly predictable that Cody Rhodes would have mm-hmm. walked out with the title. Okay, mm-hmm. I get it, and and I even mentioned that uh, last week. Maybe it's too predictable. Not you gotta that, swerve them, bro. Not that I'm against being predictable. I mean, the ro- the Royal Rumble was predictable. I mean, Rio winning was predictable. <clears throat> KO let me tell you and what's Sammy, predictable. Let me, let me stick KO and Sammy winning was predictable. You and know what's predictable? It still brought a tear to everybody's eyes, and they were still great. Yeah. Here, here's what's predictable. A roller coaster is predictable. You know you're going to step off that roller coaster exactly where you stepped onto it. And you don't care. It doesn't matter. People still flock to them. You know why? Because the ride you get taken on is worth it. How you get there is worth it. Who gives a crap about being predictable? Star Wars is predictable. They're going to win. What it fucking killed you? To make Cody the goddamn champion. Apparently, yes, it would. Let me tell you something. We'll t- we'll talk about this more when we get into Raw. Apparently, uh, Vince and company takes leaving to form your own company pretty damn hard. Because in the proverbial words of uh, Jim Cornette, Cody is now flatter than the proverbial plate full of piss. At least Luger technically won his match at SummerSlam against Yokozuna. Technically, he won. He just didn't win the belt. Cody lost flat in the middle of the ring. WWE lives for this shit. They brought in Luger, and he didn't win. They brought in Sting, and he lost at WrestleMania, Triple Eight. Just don't bring him. Just don't bring him if you're going to make him lose. Just don't do it. This is up there with, to me, this is up there with the finger poke of doom in terms of Losing consumer confidence, losing consumer trust. I've had at least one friend report to me that they were really getting into this and gotten their family into it until the end. Like, you know, forget it. Never mind. Forget it. I'll, I'll, I'm sure he won't mind me telling the story. I'll tell it right now. Friend of the show, Will. They had a huge party at their house both nights of WrestleMania, complete with custom cocktails. Uh, he wrote out a full, very detailed, I'll send it to you, a very detailed background on everybody. And it, he has not watched in years. He just knows this podcast and what we tell him. But he did the research and went back and looked through all the matches, all the participants and the storylines leading up to it and made like a cheat sheet for his wife and her sister and her, their daughter. Uh, and they were all into it. They came out, by the by the time he came out, they loved some Cody Rhodes, let me tell you. And now he's telling me, no, nah, forget it. I'm, I'm not watching it again after that. Uh, you know, and they're going to tell you, and they're going to, it's going to be exactly like with Daniel Bryan. 
uh, Brian Danielson, formerly Daniel Bryan, when they're going to pretend like this was the plan all along when they see how much of a fart in church this was. Because uh, you, you heard Triple H at the press conference, the only part I did uh, check in on, where he talked about, well, the story's still going. The story never ends around here. Yeah, well, you know what? If they if they give him the belt at SummerSlam, who gives a crap, right? What's the Undertaker's record at SummerSlam? You don't know because nobody cares. Because the marketing for WWE has been for almost 40 years that WrestleMania is what matters. WrestleMania is the greatest stage of them all. WrestleMania is the biggest show. And the show of shows. This. The showcase of the immortals. Bro, seriously? And that, was, seriously. that was straight Vince Russo booking right there. It's a swerve, bro. There is no... Okay, I get it to an extent Roman and Cody had not had that much of a chase at one another. And yes, it is better for the baby face to chase the heel. I get that. However, you didn't have to end it that way. You could still have the, the story could still be told if Cody would have won. Yeah. Well, you're never going to have a baby face position. Like someone will come along and do it. And if I swear to God, if it's the rock, I'm never watching again. And, and I mean, if it if it's right, if it's because you want Roman to hold it for a thousand days, what kind of reason is that? It isn't one. That, uh, Who let's cares? Look at Cody, of his own accord, left the WWE, made himself a bigger star than he was in WWE. He comes back to cash in on that, right? He's got a who? Who else are they going to have that has a fifty-year history in the business with their family? you know, and the, for the very belt that he was going to win or try to win, his father had it in his grasp and was screwed out of it. You know, he goes through that horrible injury with Rollins, with the with the tech tear, and all this great crescendo. He comes back at the Royal Rumble and wins it, and he looks great. Everything's ready to go, and you get right here to the precipice, and you, you fart right in his face. I mean, like – you cannot plug not, in. Not this is Starcade and Starcade '97, and the uh, finger poke of doom rolled into one here. Not only that, but to, the way that it happened, Solo was kicked out of presumably the arena. Right. Comes put a back. On, get back in. Comes back. Sticks his thumb in Cody's throat, which I assume it just came fresh out of his ass. Yeah, and not only that, but the ref sees that Solo is back. Right? Is the ref just like, "Oh, it's okay now"? No. Yeah. You see, Solo's back. You see, Cody is on the ground. Maybe you can put. Maybe two you. Together. Maybe you even count the three, and then you see Solo at ringside. Right. You restart the match. Yeah. You pull, you literally pull a Starcade 97. Only for an actual real reason this time. Only this makes a little bit more sense. In that it makes some sense. Yeah. I, now, I, I can't. I, and like I said, whenever we were going through this last week, I said it. I was like, this is almost too obvious. Mm-hmm. Or is it too obvious? That should have been the tip-off. Now, uh, I'm going to put it to you like this. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt for now. Mm-hmm. For now. If this is some way, and then, you know, we'll talk about Raw here in a second. Oh, we'll talk about Raw. And I just, it, it's, I am not a booker nope. for uh, wrestling. I've never done it in my life. I don't know a damn thing about it. What I do Uniquely know... Uniquely unqualified, are we? What I do know are the fans, because I am one. The fans, everyone in that arena, wanted to see Cody win. Everybody. We don't want to see him win well, on Raw. The vast majority. We don't want to see him win at Survivor Series. We, don't, we damn sure don't want to see it happen at SummerSlam. Who cares? Right. WrestleMania, they're... They built WrestleMania for 40 years to be the be-all, end-all. It needed to happen, bottom line. 
It had to happen. He may still get it, but the, the moment will never be as perfect as it was then. If it is somehow better, I will gladly admit it. Yeah. I cannot imagine any moment bigger than the main event at WrestleMania. Unless they're planning on doing the same main event next year. Which, You're going to have him hold the belt for another year? Which is entirely possible. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't dislike Roman. Like, this Roman Reigns is the Roman Reigns I've wanted since he split off from the Shield. But, like, that's, that's too long. That's too long. And Four years? That's too long, man. Because you've run out of ideas here. Attention span of Americans can be measured in nanoseconds. The fact that we got here after two years, two and a half years of story building is nothing short of a miracle. I mean, you can put it, in, you can frame it in the context of this is over 40 years of storytelling. Well, specifically the bloodline. Well, I understand story the specific bloodline, but, but the Rhodes family story and Cody's travails. Um, you know, and, and someone may say, well, you're engaged right now, aren't you? Look at the passion that you've engendered with this. Yeah, this is, I'm angry at the promotion. I didn't watch Raw last night. Because I didn't want to give them that satisfaction. I read about it just so we could talk about it on the show. That's the only reason I did anything to see what happened. I didn't care anymore. I don't care what goes, what happens now. Because This is, again, I, I keep saying it because this is the only thing I can relate it to. I never watched WCW again after the Finger Book of Doom until the very last Nitro. That's how, I mean, you can piss your audience off to a degree there's good heat and bad heat, right? There's good heat. Oh, I want to see Roman Reigns get his comeuppance. Oh, I want to see Cody get his revenge. Oh, I want to see this. No, now it's I don't trust you to ever give me what I want. So I don't I don't want to watch you. So, you know, it's not now I'm being a little bit hyperbolic. It's not gonna ruin I don't think this is the beginning of the end of WWE like the thing for Pope was. It turned out to be in hindsight. It's not, it won't have a measurable impact on their business success, with, especially with the story we're about to get into. But for me personally, it's like, no, I just don't trust you. I don't trust you. Um, so I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna support it. To be honest so, with you, I'm kind of disgusted talking about it. Well, let's, you know what? We've said our piece. I think I think we've all kind of yes. um you know because because now you can have an established name beat Roman and Cody's an established name, but he had never, he this would have been his first run. This would have made him. Who else is this going to make? I mean, unless you're bringing in Braun Breaker to crap down Roman's throat. Solo Sokoa is the freaking booty man of the bloodline. Like straight up. Nobody cares about him. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to tell the truth on this. But you're telling me that this is going to be the main reason of the main event of WrestleMania that Cody Rhodes. All right, moving on to Raw. All right, well, let's uh, move on to the to the merger first. Right? Oh, Where Endeavor merger, yeah, Endeavor bought. But let's take let's take a break. Moving on let's to take Raw. a break and breathe for a second, because <laughs> uh, I'm going to get hyped up again when we talk about Raw. So let, let's let's have a little uh, little fun here in the in the uh, in the interim. Um, so. Endeavor, the parent company of the UFC, has bought, has merged with, I've kind of heard both. I mean, UFC's in the driver's seat, but WWE, you know, is uh, still plugging along unchanged. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, yeah, so the parent company of UFC has bought the WWE, and they're now one company, but they'll continue to run their things separately. Dana White's still in charge of, still president of UFC. Uh, Nick Khan is still the president of WWE. Vince apparently is over both of them. And then there's the main guy, uh, Ari. Um, oh, gosh. What's his last name? Emmanuel. Uh, Ari Emmanuel. Ari Emmanuel. Rahm Emanuel's brother. Is, oh, so. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so the. WWE new company has basically, officially been future endeavored. Yeah, well, but Vince is back. And boy, is he, because we'll, we'll get into that. 
Uh, well, I, let me say that either either Vince is back or Howard Hughes or Walt Disney or somebody like that is back. If you if you've seen uh, Vince with the stash, now people are, are crapping all over Vince for the stash and the just for men, you know, hair coloring. I don't have a problem with. It. I actually don't think it looks that bad. Um, to me, like I said before, when we saw the fake picture of him with the mustache, I kinda, this I kinda, is Zorro. He's going for Zorro here. I kind of, I kind of like uh, uh, Bison from uh, uh, Street Fighter. He didn't have a mustache, but okay. No, the in the movie he did. Raul Julia. Raul Julia. He didn't have one in the in the movie. He did. He didn't. Pencil thin. Pretty sure he did. Look that up right now. He might not have. Anyways. I don't think he did at all because I remember he looked weird without a mustache. Yeah, he didn't have one. Yeah, I remember thinking he looked strange without a mustache because I don't really know he knew him at that point as Gomez Adams. But of well, I'm now, just saying, yeah. you put the you put the bison outfit on him and boom. Yeah, I'm not arguing with that, but um, but yeah. So Vince is back, um, and that can't have any that can't say anything good about the direction of uh, WWE in my estimation. Uh, so thank you, Triple H, for for the run that we've enjoyed uh, without him. Because I, I have to believe last night, or excuse me, last night of WrestleMania, I have to believe that was a Vince call. I really, truly do. I, mean, I don't think it was. I think it was Triple H. You think so? Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, it's not that Triple H is above him, because who beat Sting in his WrestleMania match? Triple H. Uh, yeah, so, I, yeah. I, I just... Um... I think that this is overplaying their hand. Uh, there's 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 long term storytelling, but then there's also hey, there needs to be a crescendo at some point that you can always come back to. Right. Oh yeah, the storyline, the storyline of the without bloodline... shitting on everybody that's been supporting the fucking thing so far. Yeah. So. And a great example of that, you know what, what's a great uh, parallel to me, Game of Thrones. One of the biggest pop culture phenomena of the last decade, right? With an ending that ruined it. It's now a punchline. Like, no one talks about, like, it. Like I remember seeing somebody tweet about it. It's like, doctorate level studies will be done on the ending of Game of Thrones, taking this massive pop culture phenomenon, and in one season making it not at all relevant at all. I mean, like, make it entirely irrelevant. And that's what I compare this to. I mean, you know, there's crashing and burning on the landing, and that's and there's this. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the storyline, the bloodline storyline, we all chef-kissed it, saying this is the greatest storyline at least since the rise of Austin, at least since the dawn of the NWO and Sting's one-man crusade against them. Well, two of those three stories – Worked out like shit. And so two of those three stories will always be tainted by the last match, by the ultimate match in that setup. Now, obviously, this is not the last match for the Bloodline, but I don't care anymore. But, you know, the Bloodline having gone from having all the belts to none of the belts in the course of a weekend, that's a fascinating story right there. How do they pick up the pieces? Is there a power struggle between Solo and Reigns or Jay and Reigns? Or, you know, what, what happens with Heyman? Does Heyman abandon the sinking ship? That would have been a fascinating storyline to carry them at least through SummerSlam, if not next year's WrestleMania, if you got The Rock in here to, uh, you know, to try and restore order. Yeah, that'd be a great story. Whereas that gets the titles out of the picture. It's not That's not important to this story anymore. Cody goes on and does his thing with Randy. He goes on and does his thing with Gunther. He with Seth, you got some ready-made storylines in all of it, both directions here. Um, this is now, eh, no, I don't care. It's same old, same old. Um, so that having been said, uh, we'll, we'll go on to uh, to Raw. I believe it was Fightful that was reporting that Triple H had a meeting with the talent about an hour before Raw went on the air. Saying, hey, we got the merger. Vince is back in place, but don't worry, nothing's going to change. We're going to be same, you know, steady hand of the ship, whatever. And then Vince comes in and changes everything on Raw, <laughs> like that. That like almost was not supposed to have a match. Um, apparently, like they just ran him out there and said, "Hey, squash this guy." Like, okay, um, but you know, I, I didn't watch Raw because I didn't want to um, give them that credit. 
but I was happy to see um, or, or was excited to hear about. Uh, I was looking forward to reading about how Cody was going to get his revenge on the bloodline. All right, they screwed him at WrestleMania, but by God, there's going to be hell to pay now that Cody Rhodes is coming to Raw. So tell me, Ryan, how did Cody Rhodes wreak havoc and bring righteous vengeance on those? They took about an 11-minute ass whooping from Brock Lesnar. I'm sorry, what? Yes, took about an 11-minute hmm? ass whooping from Brock Lesnar. Oh, so Cody's just fucking dead. Excuse me, pardon for the, edit that. Bleep that I ain't editing any of this shit. No, I got, I got, I got kids. In the words of Heath Slater, I need to edit my f's. But um, yeah, so Cody's dead and gone now. I mean, again, to go back to Jim Cornette, why didn't they just piss in his mouth while he was down there? Do you care? Do you care at all about Cody now? I mean, we're getting to. Oh, early I absolutely 90s. care for Cody. It's this. It's the now, from a storyline perspective in WWE. Why should I think he's going to do anything now? No, forget that. Nah, we're getting to early '90s level of Sting, the most gullible wrestler in history. It just, um, um, I, I just, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm interested to see exactly what they're going to do with it. But I I'm interested to be told watch. about it after it happens. So I'm not going to watch. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I'm hoping. I was hoping for Matt Cardona to come back last night. That didn't happen. Oh, you know it. Um, Matt Riddle came back. I'm you know, good to see Riddle back. Hey, um, good to see he he him doing well. Uh, uh, is he doing well, or did he just come back? Oh, he's doing well, and. Oh, uh, good. Do you look, do you look the better Miz, than he has? The Miz, the Miz took, uh, I guess there was one thing that we forgot to mention about WrestleMania. It probably could have delayed the heart attack. Um, and that was the fact that uh, Shane McMahon blew out his quad. Yeah, Shane, love you, buddy. But Snoop Dogg, you don't ever Snoop need to Dogg do saved the night. Yeah. Uh, MVP so of the of WrestleMania. Got to give it to old Snoop on that one. Snoop uh, And the, probably the, Snoopiest uh, people's elbow, the ganja elbow. Uh, Man, that was there. stiff. He yeah, landed he, as hard as he could on it. Now, Dan, he weighs on, straight on top of it. <laughs> he weighs 120 pounds, so it's not that bad. But I mean, you know, the, the rock, anytime he does the people's elbow, he's going to miss you with the he's elbow. He's going to miss. Yeah, he's going to land mostly yeah. on his butt. He's, but he, no, he, uh, might, he, might, he might get you like on the, on the joint of your elbow. That's it. Yeah. But uh, that was full force <laughs> Snoop, into the sternum. Snoop, you know, he's all six foot five and 138 pounds. pounds. Yeah. Uh, every bit of it landed on Miz. Miz t has taken about five ass whoopings in three days. That's fine. He can take some more. And, uh, yeah, I got to say, I, 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 uh, I, <laughs> the Miz has certainly been a good sport about it. Um, yeah. Now, I mean. Give him his flowers on that one. In our uh, in our group chat, we talked about you know um, I think it was friend of show Carl maybe uh, said he felt sorry for Miz. Like, no, nah, Miz is gonna be just fine. Yeah, he'll be fish. He's got a six figure at least paycheck a year, and, and Maurice, he's gonna be just okay. He's gonna be doing just fine. Don't worry about him. Yeah, he gets to go home to that every night. It's um, he never really loses. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know how you. Put a put a bow on that one. I, I, there, it's tough to look at that and put a smile out. Um, I I will keep watching just because at the end of the day, I want to see that happen to Cody. I want to see it. I don't. But you may never get it. That's the thing. I may not. You may not ever get it. And there's the thing. I don't like being punished for being invested. Yeah, and. Um, now that being said, um, I'm not sure that I'll hang around for anything other than Cody segments at this point. Um, I mean, I'm not that huge a fan of just Cody. I'm not going to do that, but I uh, I just don't know at this point. And I know you said if The Rock comes back, you're not going to watch it. You're never watch it again. I, I'm I'm going to disagree with that. If The Rock comes back, I'm watching to take the belts off Roman because what good does that possibly do anybody? It, you you know, could make a star. Why do you need a guy that's not going to be around to come and win? You already did that when he beat CM Punk for the belt. I would have to think if he comes back that they don't put him over, but I also felt like, you know, uh, uh, 
Cody should go over, but and that didn't happen. So, um, <sighs> I, I just I don't I don't I don't know. It's frustrating. Um, you know, I honestly you know, thought it would take us a lot more longer to to talk about this. We've, I, we've well, I think we're here. I think we're just kind of we don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it. We could go on for hours, but I what <laughs> is that going to do? Anything for our mental health? No, it's no, not really. Not a good idea to do. Trust that. me, I, I we I, I've rehearsed this uh, this conversation a lot in the past couple of days. I just, what was the point of any of this? You wasted a Royal Rumble match. You wasted some of the best promo work. You wait. You wasted a legitimate injury. And that crowd reaction when he took that robe off in Elimination Chamber? Kidding me? And I don't know. We'll we'll see how we feel. You know, this is actually kind of fresh and maybe hopefully. Oh, this is way more level-headed than I I was. Hopefully as time goes on, I'll get over it. But right now it's not a good time. Um, Um. it, it just it's well Easter's this Sunday, so that's good. It is, it, it is, and we'll, we'll have that. Um, and we'll, to we'll our, our, our need, Jewish friends, that. uh Passover starts as we're recording tomorrow night. Yes, happy uh, Passover. Passover. I don't know if you say happy Passover, but I think it's Pesach. I, I looked it up one time. I can't say it, but it's it's basically uh yeah, more or less happy Passover is what, what it translates to. But uh, yeah, 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 so I, I really don't want to mention or talk any more about Cody and Roman Reigns. So we'll talk about the Mattel creations. Yes. Um, yeah, happy. Uh, Chag Samash. Chag Samash. I don't know how to say it. But yeah, apparently it's, uh, it is, it's happy Passover. So that's fine. Uh, as we briefly mentioned at our last episode, the um, Mattel creations is crowdfunding. A uh, raw, uh, excuse me, a uh, Monday Night Nitro stage uh, that is to scale and uh, is really, really cool. It's and, amazing. And um, bigger collectors out there are going wild for it. Um, they're not uh, buying into it as at the rate that we would like him or like them to. But hopefully, we're not going to make. They it. have to get the five thousand backers before the next thirty days. Um, so well, we're not going to make the early thing. We're not going to make it by the, was the 7th, so yeah. Friday. And also, yeah, we appear to be getting an Ultimate Edition uh, Roddy Piper from WCW and Brett the Hitman Hart from the uh, Hart Foundation. Uh, so there's Yeah, and the, uh, the Piper is in a two-pack with uh, George Animal Steel, which is the only way they were going to ever move any George Animal Steel figures. So. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't realize that Steel was with him. <laughs> yeah, it's in the two-pack, I saw. Um, yeah, like they've been doing with the uh, with uh, Rick Rude and, and Jake. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be that that thing. Interesting. Well, yeah, and they they will we'll get finally. There is a God in heaven, um, and this is just further proof. Um, Kurt Angle, Ultimate Kurt Angle, finally, we'll be getting that in the next year, apparently. So yeah, but no headgear. Yeah, but this is this is rookie Kurt though. This is uh, well, it's also the one of him crying at the Olympics. At the Olympics, yeah, which is weird. But the singlet's wrong for that. But it's not the point. Um, well, actually, we don't know about the singlet because he's just got um, the shorts on in this one. Rumor is, uh, or speculation is rampant that we'll get a soft goods um, singlet so you can take the straps down. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming that with the Roddy Piper one, there's going to be an icon shirt and maybe a reality check shirt. You think so? Um, I think it, I think it's going to be older school Roddy if it's coming with George no, Steele. I'm thinking, no, it's, it's uh, the, it. I'm talking about the the Monday Night Wars. Um, oh, two that they're coming out with. Um, they said that they said that icon was going to be one of the shirts, and if okay. I had to guess what the other one was going to be, it's going to be reality check, right? Or um, Something that's good. That nature. Now I'm looking forward to the. Um, oh, they're gonna have an ultimate dish off as well, which uh, on their live stream today they yep. said that the uh, is going to come with an NWO t-shirt and a white t-shirt to put under the leather jacket, so you can have pre 
NWO Eric or or NWO Eric. So that's good. Yeah, um, sure is. Um, man, we are taking this. <laughs> I tell you what, this <laughs> I was not this upset when I sat down <laughs> at first, and I'm like. No, I've I talked I myself just... down from being as upset as I was. Um, yeah, because honestly, is this the the markiest behavior ever? But, you know, but at the same time I say that, like I said, I don't like being punished for caring about it. Like I, I, no one has the contempt for its audience that WWE does. And it's ridiculous at this point. I mean, it's an abusive husband. We just think. keep coming back for more. Like it only hurts me because he loves me, right? No, yeah. I never. So watch wrestling, and, and, guys. And I, I would say, I would say that I'm probably not the markiest of people, but brother, this shit, yeah, yeah. That's... That was that was such a bad idea. And again, it's Vince Russo. It's what it is, and that was that's the. I keep saying it because it's the thing I think can hurt Vince McMahon and Triple H the worst is to compare it to Vince effing Russo. That is right. This right out of the playbook of only if Paul Paul Heyman had been on somehow on a forklift could this have been more Vince Russo. Maybe had a few more nut, nut shots. Duty Bagwell. Maybe a few <laughs> more nut shots to the referee. I just, uh, yeah, I, I just. Uh, I I did not anticipate feeling like this tonight. I figured that we didn't have a scholarly discussion, but then I saw how disappointed well, okay. you right. were, hey, and I'm like, all right, well, let's let's go there. Well, so. let's wrap up the uh, the Mattel discussion. Um, yeah, a lot of people are kind of upset about, and then I'm going to ask you about where you would go from here. But uh, but let's, I get, I'll give you what I'm asking before we actually talk about it, so you have a second to think. Um, we talked about the Mattel thing. Now, a lot of people are upset that some of the bonus figures, another ultimate Hogan and another ultimate <laughs> warrior, um, because we have several of those already um, in the offer. Well, there's a reason that they keep making them. Well, people keep buying them. But this but this people in particular, though, they're not selling the figures. They're sell, they're, they're, these are add-ons to the set. So we asked each other at, before we hit record, take those two out. For the Monday Night Wars, for Monday Night Nitro, which two figures would you put in instead? Who would you put in that is gettable? So not Sting, he's under contract elsewhere. Dustin Rhodes is under under contract elsewhere. Um, give me Canyon. Jericho. Give me Canyon and the Taskmaster. Canyon and the Taskmaster. I said um, that a Monday Nitro set to me screams out for Ultimate Booker T. And then I would take either uh, Buff Bagwell or an Ultimate Rick Steiner to go along with the ultimate Scott Steiner that has been announced as one of the uh, bonus goals. Oh, speaking goals. of Rick. Um, oh, we're going to talk about this, do we? He's right. in the news. Let's talk about that. All right. All right. The old dog face grilling in the old dog house. Um, actually, I'm not even sure because I, I just thought of this. Well, I've never heard this, of this person until the story came out, so I don't remember what their name is. Yeah, uh, Giselle Shaw apparently is a transgender wrestler. Um, Trans and, woman, because this assigned male at birth, I think, is the terminology now. Yeah, and I, is I, now currently legally registered as a, uh, as a female. Play, plays dress up, anyways. Um, be that as it may, not the point here. Channeling Rick Steiner here. Uh, apparently. Giselle Shaw uh, was making Giselle Shaw's way past Rick Steiner's table, and at a convention or something, fan fest. And apparently, Rick has said a few things that uh, were transphobic, as people like to say, uh, shouting, "You're a man. You're a dude. You're a piece of trash. You're a filth, and get the f away from here." Um. Apparently, Giselle Shaw did not know who that was at first, but later found out it was Rick Steiner. Uh, Mr. Steiner has been banned from WrestleCon for life and uh, was um, apparently kicked out of the convention thereafter. Steiner has not uh, had responded on any of this. Uh, Rick Steiner is also a member of the Board of Education in Cherokee County. 
in here in Georgia and is also a realtor. I, mean, I thought he would move to Arizona. I thought he was no longer in Georgia. No, he's still on the, he just got reelected in 2022. Oh, up in uh, Cherokee County. Yeah, he just got reelected. Um, okay. Mr. Seiner uh, <laughs> finally has some new elites coming out uh, of the dog face gremlin. And I, well, maybe not anymore. Perhaps this is selfish of me to say, but God, I still hope that's on. Right. Um, God, Rick, shut the hell up, man. Well, <laughs> let me, let me, let's, let's unpack this a little bit, okay? Do we have anybody's word but hers that, that this occurred? There apparently was two other witnesses that have confirmed that. Okay, because when I first heard it, and Giselle Shaw was the one saying it, it struck me as odd because it presupposes a few things. It presupposes that Rick Steiner, A, knows who Giselle Shaw is, recognizes Giselle, Giselle Shaw on site, Shaw, I'm just going to say Shaw, on site, that he is aware of Shaw's, I should say medical history, I'll leave it at that, try not to be controversial here. Um, so it presupposes those two things, and then presupposes he doesn't have the good doggone walking around sense, not just blurt crap at a stranger or somebody he barely knows, uh, unprovoked. Why would you even bother to talk about this? All, at all? of the AEW fans are up in arms. Over this. Oh, I'm sure they are. Uh, the keyboards are hot tonight, boys. And oh God, I hope there are a bunch of wife and like pillows that got, uh, got gonna, injured. I'm not going to stop wrestling, but please don't make me watch only AEW. Come on. Oh my goodness. Uh, I can't get over it right now. Anywho, uh, but yeah, yeah, so I, you know, there's no need to just be it was like Cornette said, he was like, Are you sure it was Rick? <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I heard of a lot of places. Are you sure this was Rick and not Scott? Because if you yeah. told me Scott, like, yeah, no, that sounds about right. Scott was um, always, or Rick was considered to be the, the calm one, yeah, <laughs> but bear in that's a relative uh measure, and that pardon the pun because they are brothers. But if the rumor innuendo is to be believed about the about being steinerized and all, all that sort of thing. Uh, these are some sick puppies. Well, I mean, it would just, it would not make any sense to cancel work Steiner over this, considering he's done shoot interviews, admitting to pissing on women. <laughs> what was it? Consensual piss? I don't know. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Then that, yeah, that's bad. That, well, that was uh, between, you know, Rick and the, um, uh, our, our bad street Atlanta GA boys uh, on Miss Hyatt. Uh, now, okay, but yeah, I, I was under the impression there was some consensuality there. I don't know. I don't know all that story. I don't know the story you're referencing, really. Um, no, they, they, I'll send you the link on that. But oh, no, was, please. That, that's were... exactly what I need in my life is piss stories. Um, <laughs> I feel like this is maybe our most piss filled episode uh, thus far. There's definitely piss and vinegar running through our veins right now. I, I, would, I would say yeah. that. Uh, so, anyway, but my, my point in all this is don't, just don't be an asshole. There's no need. It's uncalled for. Whatever side of the fence you're on about that, why why would you just do that? So yeah, that's that's disappointing. Um, okay, moving on from that, um, we talked about. Let's talk. Let's talk about Dante Martin a little bit. Here, let's let's let's, let's cap it off. You know, break a leg. Um, so, for those of you who haven't seen it, Google Dante Martin Ring of Honor from this past Friday night. And who was it? Was it Phoenix that was in the match with him? Anyway, I don't they do that. like they've got a ladder balanced on the top rope of the ring inside inside the ring, and they're going to do a Canadian destroyer. But I don't know what the terminology is uh, for it, but I know it is a Canadian destroyer. Uh, onto a series of tables stacked up outside the ring, uh, like opened up, set up on top of each other, I think three levels high, maybe. Uh, like it's, you know, Heat Wave 98 or some some stuff, you know, from ECW. And the physics of this 
they're not going to land coming straight down. And the, the way the tables are set up kind of require them to the land coming straight down for the tables to break their fall. With a Canadian Destroyer, you're going to go forward and your momentum's going to continue to keep you going forward, which is a physics lesson that, that came a little bit too late for Mr. Wilder. I don't know if it was his ankle or his shin, but it was turned backwards uh, upon landing. Guys, there's no need for this. I say this as a concerned citizen. Don't do this to yourself. That was not necessary. Yeah, it's not I, even the all dusty I did roads. Was see the injury. I never, I didn't really watch the match or well, no one did. What but led up to it. I just is, want, I just wanted to see that funky looking leg. Well, that, that's kind of my point here. No one was watching this match. No one cared, right? So the, the risk reward. There was no reward here. This was just risk for the sake of risk. And this isn't even a dusty roads. Don't do shit you don't know how to do. No one can do that. Don't do that. That's a bad idea, guys. And Tony Khan, since this is a Ring of Honor, this is under his purview. You got to start reining this stuff in, man. Thank God it was just an ankle. You're gonna have blood on your hands, my dude. Please, please rein this in a little bit. I've said my piece on that. Yep, I've pretty much said my piece about everything. Um, well, congratulations to friend of the show, Carl. I think that's the take-home yeah. message here. Uh, I swear to God, if they if if Orton comes back from injury and they put the belts on him at SummerSlam, <laughs> woo! Man, actually, actually, you know what? It wouldn't be worth this, but that that would be a consolation prize. Just as long as I can see Carl's face when it happens. Yeah, that uh, okay. So here, here, here is my guarantee for friend of the show, Carl. If there is a pay per view where it is the Tribal Chief, or excuse me, Premium Live Event, because whatever. If there is a Premium Live Event where it features Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. We will do a, we will do a live watch along with friend of the show Carl for that match. For I'd do it for the whole pay per view. No, that well, because no, I want to no. hear I want to hear his talk leading up to it. No, no. I, <laughs> I want to hear every bit of it. And uh, whenever, and whenever the tribal chief goes over, I want to hear the reaction. <laughs> screenshot, screenshot, screenshot. No, I think we started when the you know they always do those, and this is actually one thing where I think the WWE can really help. UFC, no one does better video packages leading up to a match than WWE does. So I think we bring in Carl when they start that package so he can regale us with how, you know, this is all gone and his love for Randy. Um, and then win or lose, yeah, it'll be a phenomenal and reaction. I'll, and I'll say one more thing about this partnership. If it, if it gets Conor McGregor and WWE, yeah, I'm there for it. I'm there. Yeah, for it. I mean, the, the, the synergies, the, the potential uh, co-branding, shall we say, co-promotion. I mean, you know, John John Jones versus Roman Reigns. Uh, well, I don't think we're going to see things like that, but and nor should we, because that's going to cast an aspersion on actual UFC fights. That's the only concern here. They're going to have to keep those two things pretty separate. But in terms of like appearances and, and press conferences and stuff like that, yeah, I think that you know there's something to be done here. Um, I mean, you could finally you could finally see Conor McGregor versus Logan Paul. That match, literally, we've all been waiting for for decades. Yeah. <laughs> well, they have been. Okay, you're not aware they have been jawing each other over the years. Never, no idea, no idea who Logan Paul was till he showed up wearing a Pokemon card at. Uh, was it? What, what, I, I didn't know who he was first? until he did boxing. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know who he was from boxing. I thought it was his brother that boxed. Well, they both did. And Paul Lo Paul Lo Logan uh, lost to KSI. Who is also a what? Yeah. Guy. Okay. So let's talk about that for a second. Who the hell is KSI? He's a YouTube guy. No, but I understand. But like, it's like, why is the water bottle attacking? Uh, well, in, in, Logan Paul and KSI yeah. had two, had two boxing matches, but it doesn't it doesn't follow that they're on the same team, in my opinion. But um, well, yeah, but also they do, have a history. they do have a history together. So I will say that that is something that I did not have on my bingo card. Um, no prop bets for that. No prop bets for that. Which, speaking of which, um, it was no on all the pretty much all the prop bets. And well, now okay, let me ask you this: Does negative one count as a uh, as a free agent wrestler showing up on WrestleMania? Uh, uh, Brody Lee's son, the former Brody Lee's son, um, 
showed up when Cody gave him the belt. It was a nice and emotional thing. I was like, no, wait a minute. He's got an AEW contract. Uh, is this, uh, is, did, did uh, Tony Khan approve this? That's an AEW contracted performer appearing on WrestleMania. Well, negative, uh, negative one did not show up. Brody Huber showed up. Uh, we're going to play that game. Okay. Just saying, you know, whenever Hulk Hogan was saying that he's not Hulk Hogan when he was Mr. America, that's true. Oh, I thought you meant in his uh, defamation lawsuit when he oh, said that's... that Hulk Hogan has a 12-inch penis. Uh, Terry Bollea does not have a 12-inch yeah. penis. Well, I saw the video. But um... with your ruler out, apparently. Um <laughs> Let's just, pray. It was just, just saying it's tough to cast a shadow in a dark room. And... Well, it's also tough to uh, to end on anything better than than Hulk Hogan's penis. Um, so that may be the end of the line on our show <laughs> yeah, forever. We'll be, we'll be uh, but certainly for this this week. Um, stay tuned next week when we watch something not from this decade and talk about it. I'll tell you that <laughs> yeah, much right we'll, now. Well, uh, we'll figure something out. Um, yeah. So. Why don't we just watch the first backlash? Okay, the ninety-nine. When did the, when did the first? Backlash I don't know. Come about? I mean, pretty the, sure I'm gonna be super of... impressed with myself that if I'm right about that. Yeah, pretty sure it was a like a there was like a uh, founded nineteen ninety-nine. Boom! Golly, a... I know a bunch of stupid crap about wrestling. Bonus points. Was there a ballroom brawl on that? Uh, there may have been. I don't, yeah, I, I think, think there was, wasn't there? I think there was. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me zoom down to what the card was. Backlash. Back, as I like to call it, WrestleMania backwash. Yeah, this was the boiler room brawl between Big Show and Mankind, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was... Uh, yeah, we Storm- know a lot of stupid shit. Yeah, it's random. <laughs> um, All right, guys. Well, um... I guess hey, thanks thank for you. tuning in and for our group therapy session here at uh, at Army of Smartness. Uh, more of an airing of grievances, perhaps. Yeah, there's there's going to have to be else. quite a bit of bleeping on this, but we'll 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 get through it. Bleep the thirty seconds it. of show that remains after all the bleeping um, will be well worth your time. Let me tell you. But anywho, uh, JD, you got anything else you want to add? I know, no, no. Okay. Well, I got to I got to go home and see my family. All right. Well, I'll bid the listening audience. The good things today. in life. I do. I do.